love it. You did the most important thing. You, you bought something. What? You bought something with money. God, I love money so much, Morty. Are you being sarcastic? Merchandise, Morty. Your only purpose in life is to buy and consume merchandise, and you did it. You went into a store, an actual honest-to-God store, and you bought something. You didn't ask questions or raise ethical complaints. You, you just looked straight into the bleeding jaws of capitalism and said, Yes, Daddy, please. <laughs> Come home to the unique flavor of shattering the grand illusion. Come home to Simple Rick. Think of him as a drug lord and us as cops on his payroll. What is my purpose? Past butter. Oh my god. Yeah, welcome to the club, pal. Well, yeah, fast food gives people diabetes and clothing stores have sweatshops. Is there a company hiring teenagers that isn't evil? Nobody exists on purpose. Nobody belongs anywhere. Everybody's gonna die. Come watch TV. You, we, you had to work through lunch. Here's a meal pen and things, something like that. The thing is, as yes, I was swinging at work. Yes, Marty. The thing is that like the meal pennies have not been updated since the mid '80s, and they finally have been updated now to this agreement, though. But that's the thing; it's just like like what's food stamps. If you don't upgrade those things, inflation is going to catch up, and it's going to be like need you need to like stay on top. That the works need to stay on top in order to fight for rights, as it were. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I think it's like it's going to skim through the rest of this uh, article, though. But it kind of like for now, they kind of like have a deal, but it's a three-year contract, so it's like they're going to have to like renew it, as it were. Um, they a daily rest period of 10 hours. That's good because sometimes they'll also like try to work around, like, no, we're going to have 16 hour shifts, but they'll have it so that, like, okay, you can't work for more than 12 hours. That's just a law in places like actually wants to stay. The company just gets a fine for it, uh, like I have when I actually work more than 12 hours sometimes, <laughs> or just like have like a three second lunch because I want to earn my money. I not get paid for my lunch, so um. That's like uh, sometimes the companies, in order to avoid those fines, which is like, okay, you're working 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., and then you're going to come back at, at uh, 2 a.m. to do another four hour shift or another six hour shift. And so they continue like the 16 hour workdays to just like give you a tiny break. So you only, so you only have between 6 p.m. and 2 a.m. in order to like drive home, rest, eat, wake up, and drive to set. Mm hmm. Yes. Another thing I remember hearing uh, from like uh, mentioned on like not this week, but the week before uh, worst year ever is that like new media. It, oh, well, no, no. We, we don't have like the no, hello, Wesley. Good dog. Good boy. Best boy ever. Uh, we don't have like a, the like a means in order to pay you those competitive wages in oh. order to do all those sort of things we're, because we're new media. We're up and coming. We're struggling. Uh, we we so we're, once we are no longer once we're settled, once we're like uh, established or something like that, then we'll like rework the contracts in order to pay you what you deserve. Something like that. 
some of those companies are still considered stuff new media, even though they have like hundreds of million dollar like uh, projects, as it were. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and, and and back to also like the finances were a big enough company, like some of these like projects are these for Amazon or Netflix of like four hundred million dollar projects, as it were. So they're able to get the, like the big name actors and actresses and directors and writers and all those kind of performers and people. And then, oh, it's just like for the lowly people that they have the meal penalty. Well, we'll just work that into the budget as it were. When the, the the punishment is a fine, then it becomes like free to do for the rich, just like with traffic tickets and all. So what you're saying is that capitalism is good. <laughs> <laughs> Many like to believe that, and, and it's like, and, and I don't think there'll be something I can't convince that the like, no, capitalism is not good. I, I have determined that there'll be some that like I can't convince, or they can be convinced but don't care. They don't care that capitalism is bad, or the further the horribleness of capitalism as were, and they don't see the intersections of like how capitalism goes into like. White supremacy, etc., owl patriarchy, ableism, blah 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 blah, imperialism, etc. They don't care because it's like they're not they're not really smart enough to understand the nuances like that. Or it, or it doesn't personally affect them, and so uh, if it doesn't personally affect them that much, or some of them they just want to be the billionaires too, and uh, they want to be successful. They see themselves as the leader, so they will be like the leader of the company too, and they will do things well or run things well mm. uh, so that is like uh and that uh, discourse uh, there uh that sort of thing yeah there's a lot of others like strikes uh, uh, uh through that uh limpy says in the chat a new media for netflix when they came uh can't afford like people like i have re- referred to as like benchmarking gods as employees and that are keynotes the speakers at like tech conferences yeah oh yeah and then the thing about like Netflix, uh, it's, so uh, any other uh, any other like opinions about like the the various uh, strikes that, that uh, before we move on to another topic? I don't know why David Chappelle needed to make that comment about the trans people. I mean, that was the next thing I was going to say. So yeah, that worked <laughs> perfectly. Because speaking of Netflix, uh, I think okay, so uh, I, I'm in a Discord server that I've only one. Had, no, I'm in several, <laughs> but this one particularly, uh, I had some interesting conversations before. Uh, well, actually, weeks before, there was like interesting conversation I had with particularly one person, uh, who then later that week said like there's only two genders, and that's where I lost my cool there. It's <laughs> honestly, uh, action was taken. That person cannot post in that in the particularly uh, political uh, channel, uh, and I was not the problem. I thought I was though. I kind of vent about that on like uh, Twitter and upset as a Discord owner, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, elsewhere in that Discord server, or at least recently, well, that person said there's only two genders, likes the Dave Chappelle like a special, or likes Blair White, and she'll show the video of Blair White defending Dave Chappelle. And that has started some discussions. I have, I'm not going to refrain from talking specifically with the bigot who says there's only two genders. So I'm going to reframe that. Uh, but I've also, uh, but there's been other conversations about that. And people are saying, yeah, yeah, Dave Chappelle is funny as fuck. And people should like stop being like babies and childs and like get over the jokes and something like that. I think I think the best uh, video that I've seen uh, 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 on this uh, discourse about uh, the Dave Chappelle 
special is from Jesse Gender. It's hour long. I managed to finish watching it within uh, just before the show at like one and a half speed and then one point seven five speed. But but I, I definitely see. I, I now now know more about what was said in the Dave Chappelle special about the closer about he how uh, Dave Chappelle did have a trans fan that was defending him and that person got harassed and a lot to, to commit suicide. I'm not condoning that. I'm not condoning harassment of a trans person for defending their friend, as it were, even though their friend is a bigot, as it were. Um, I but the. Uh, Jesse Gender did said like, well, Dave Chappelle made some very nuanced and very good, uh, interesting <laughs> in, in his special. There was also several times that he made some just obviously transphobic jokes, transphobic jokes that are hurtful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why people need to make jokes like that. When, when like, do you really need that as part of your comedy routines to make transphobic jokes? Like. Yeah, I think he was brave. He was standing up against a, the, the powerful trans lobby. That everyone knows has has too much wealth and power these days. There's wealth and power in the trans lobby. Fuck me, my <laughs> trans friends like Kathy and like uh, the Phoenix really, really need that money. Like Phoenix says, there's such a thing as an NB culture capitalism. Where is my NB culture capitalism? Because she needs some like vegan t- and Taco Bell for comfort food. Uh, yeah, it's just like. There is nuances that I have about the discussion, but like I think an obvious example of just like, no, I'm just going to make mean, hateful jokes about someone that we should all forget the name of, Ricky Gervais, uh, and just like, oh, I'm going to be like canceled. Well, I am a Jesus Messiah, as it were, and and that's a good point. Yes, let's let's not forget about the Jews. Yes, and Big Farmer. Yes, exactly. All of those like uh, uh people, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, yeah. So yes, uh, Tavi, you have wealth and power. You are secretly in charge of the government. You are the deep state. Is even though she's an anarchist. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I know I'm still waiting for my source checks. I think I have to go to the like super antifa super soldier training meetings and do like pick up the checks there, as it were. I signed uh, up for auto pay, but it's 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 just not getting deposited in my account. I don't get it. It, well, oh, I, that's my, my mistake because I just want to like uh, 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 just like divorce myself from capitalism altogether. I don't have a bank account. I must be off grid. I can't be in the system whatsoever. Me with two credit cards that are that just were <laughs> over the limits. Uh, There's a question. Sure. Should I move to a town in Florida, in Florida that is either 10% that has a 10% black population or a 0.93% black population? Ooh. I'm not black. Remember, 10% versus 0.93%. As in less than 1%, yeah. Yeah. Would you how um, to in your experiences, if you have like experiences to draw upon and to compare to? Do you feel more comfortable with uh, more black people in the area or less black people in the area? Um, well, I haven't really been treated well by black people, my own people, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I would probably say mix. Mm. Like half and half. Uh, do you think you do well in the majority white uh, uh, people area? Well, I guess, well, maybe because I don't, I don't, I don't have any of the black stereotypes that white people assume about black folks. 
Some might still. This is Florida, also. Some might still assume that the, right. those uh, stereotypes about you. They'll be disappointed when they hear that you're not good at sports or something like that. And some will be like, "What you're into, like nerd stuff." Um, well, just get be ready to have a lot of people say, "Oh my God, I'm blacker than you." A lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before either one actually, whatever you like, it's like the you're in the area with ten percent black people or the area with less than one percent black people. Yeah. Uh, it, and I'm not gonna like jump into that Discord. I'm white. I should not be in that Discord. Uh, so this is this a hard question for me, uh, me to like uh, answer for you, uh, Isaiah? Um, in, in that uh, kind of thing, because uh, I don't know, honestly. And this is uh, and these are both places which are in Florida too, um, and also have Republican. Uh, and that is a thing. You might find that, and, and, so even if there are black people in those, uh, even the black people you do meet in those areas, and something like that, you might uh still like run across the conservative black people because those do exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, so I don't, I don't know uh, how to answer that. Uh, if they do help you uh, uh, make that decision and uh, hope assist you with that uh, uh, kind of decision. Oh. I would, it, for me, it'll be like other factors as to where, like, uh, uh, what's important to you and something like that. Like, uh, well, also, uh, like in that area, that's where Kennedy Space Center is. See that? Okay, so like, since it, it, that would be like a reason to go to that location. The location is near to the Kennedy Space Center. It's just go fit, just like, uh, that'll be invitations to you and something like that. And uh, the wolf is connecting to audio. How will? Yes. Unfortunately, you checked in another castle, the uh, uh, Tavi. <laughs> Fortunately, well, your check is in another castle. <laughs> as, yeah. as you were saying, Isaiah? Someone, so like someone who told me that Brevard Beach is awesome, I, I kind of like creeped on his Instagram page and he's kind of an asshole. He's like, make America shit again, vote Democrat. I don't get back, you know, so it's, um, I guess I, I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. The, the chances are you're gonna meet a lot of those people in Florida, though. <laughs> um, depends on where you're in Florida, because again, cities generally more blue. Other non-cities, because no, everywhere else, like you said, uh, John Brockman, suburbans, uh, rural places, um, anywhere else that's not urban places, generally they're gonna be like red in this country, as it were. Tallahassee is um a pretty blue city. Mm. The capital, it's pretty blue. You know, it's probably it's probably big enough that like again, when you're surrounded by like a more diverse group of people uh, from various different like walks of life and like uh different like uh marginalized groups, uh you will uh tend to like think okay, uh, trans people are not that uh, not that scary. Uh, black people seem cool, and like uh, all these other like, people, they're not the stereotypes I thought they were. So you tend to be less tend to again. That's the key word. Tend to this is still America. Uh, less xenophobic, less prejudiced against all those like kind of like uh, people, and less than uh, Cuban. Uh, <laughs> yes, and that's a whole other thing as well. It, especially if Wet you're white passing. Pepper. If, if, especially if you're white passing and rich, you're, and when you're from the island Cuba, you tend to go Republican. Mm. 
Marco Rubio, uh, and, and Ted Cruz was not born in Cuba. He was born in Canada, but his parents are Cuban. Or at least one of his mm. parents is Cuban. I, I, I think is think his father's Cuban as well. Mm. He did have Rafael uh, as his birth name as well, and then went to Ted. Mm-hmm. Oh God, Ted Cruz. Spanish people are white, theoretically. There are a lot of white people, a lot of white Mexicans, a lot of like Brazilians. Again, like a, a, a long time ago, it was like on Twitter, someone said looking for more people of color to follow as content creators on YouTube or stuff like that. And one person mentioned this one person to there, and it's she's Brazilian, as it were, to which the person said, I may be as Brazilian as that is my nationality, but my heritage, my parents came from Europe. So I'm not a person of color. And that's mm. the important distinction, as it were. Because, mm-hmm. like, just because someone's uh, Boliv- from uh, Bolivia does not mean that they're a person of color, as the interim president, Ayanna, was from the, uh, 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 was ancestored from the uh, European settlers of Bolivia, as, were, as opposed to Ivor Morales, who is indigenous and thus a person of color, and was uh, overtaken by uh, that coup. But fortunately, the Moss Party of Bolivia has is now in charge, and their their prime their leader is now the prime minister of Bolivia, as well. So things are going better than they were before in 2009. A coup, another military coup that we backed. You can't prove that. Yeah, there's a there's a whole bunch of conversations that people from those regions can tell you about with regards to the relationship between people who are effectively descended from European colonizers who are in many ways white and mm-hmm. people who are descended from the original indigenous people there. And then you have people a lot of a lot of mixing there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You you get especially especially because the U.S. comes in and the U.S. exerts mm-hmm. influence and the U.S. has a bias and the bias yeah. is towards colonialism and imperialism and whiteness. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and that's so fun. We have told this joke before that like white people would go up to indigenous people and tell them go back to Mexico. And yet, the fact that they've lived in the U.S. Yeah. for their entire forever. This before there and, was a U.S. And, and if they're indigenous <laughs> people in Texas, they're like, "Dudes, you're on my land. I am home." <laughs> <sighs> the history of Texas. Oh my god, that's. Uh, I, I hate Texas. <laughs> you're I hate not white alone. Uh, well, yeah, that <laughs> I, I, I'm not. You're not alone in that uh, one, uh, John Brockman. And yeah, you're not alone on that one. I say, uh, like Texas, it's like even people from Texas can like to say, no, you have reasons to like not like Texas as a word, the culture of it. So, but again, the cities are cool as words because I I have some friends that are actually live in Houston. It's actually a big theater scene in Houston as a word. But again, major cities. That's where the, the you get like more okay people there. You uh, speaking of Texas, um, Billie Eilish went to Texas and she 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 like she like was like angry and like at the um the Texas like abortion law. She she, she let she, she let the audience have it. Mm, oh yeah, the abortion law in Texas yeah. as were the creepy uh, one that like anyone can sue for any. Abortion. And there's like, like I, I think the thing about there being a site offering bounties for it that was actually mm-hmm. like like one of these private conservative action committees, not actually the government. Oh, okay. So that's important context, and not surprised. Uh, yeah, there's like like a site that showed up that 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 was like, oh, we'll pay pay you if if you you catch somebody trying to get an abortion. 
And then I think if I vaguely recall when I looked into it, yeah, it was it was a conservative action committee putting up the site, not but they made but some people thought it was actually a state government site at the time. Yeah, th- that is important to like uh, make the distinction in there because like I honestly wouldn't have had in past Texas to do that, uh, but at least like they're not that bad. But the conservatives, of course, like the conservatives picked up where the government left off as they these are some of these conservatives that hate the government. Again, Texas, don't mix with tes- Texas. Yep. <sighs> the, the the Republicans, they don't hate the government. They hate when the wrong people are doing stuff in the government. Yes. <laughs> or when the government does. Uh, they the hate wrong- when they're asked to pay taxes. Yes. And they or they hate when the government uh, helps black people. That's mm-hmm. were because like the, a, they they want the government to hurt people. They want the government yes. to hurt very specific people. <laughs> yes, as as like uh as a, like a Chief Wiggins said in like the Simpsons, the law is meant to hurt people, not help people. I thought she said the law was powerless, powerless to the, help the, you, not powerless to hurt you. <laughs> yes, that's what exactly what he said in that. Uh, and that was more, in one of our opening things once upon a time mm-hmm. uh, when you did the opening things about like a uh, police. That's the word. It's now the thing's just Rick and Morty. For now. Uh, then you'll change it uh, uh, on episode 172. Yep. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. every 12 episodes. Uh, oh, speaking of Texas, I, I this came across my feed. I'm going to share this like a tweet from like uh, Christiosity, but she quoted, tweeted uh, how a school administrator in South Lake, Texas, advised teachers last week that if they have a book, about the Holocaust in their classrooms. Yep, I heard about that. They should have like a book with a opposing perspective. Oh yeah, because Th- that's ridiculous. because the Texas law actually is forcing them to the to do that. Yeah. So he might not have been a Holocaust denier. He might have just been saying, "Look, this is what the law is forcing us to do." Of course, we're talking about a school district that's like ninety nine percent white, and the median house is worth like six hundred thousand dollars. So. Remember the person that I had like uh, interesting conversations with that turns out to be a bigot, uh, saying there's only two genders that I'm no, that I'm, I'm going to not talk to ever again. Yeah, I've heard this rant a few times. <laughs> <laughs> As, this is the person that's like, I used to be super left, but I see things from um, both from all, but now I see things from all sides. Oh, oh, okay. Centrists, and and also I now know what she means by super left. She thinks that Vox is far left. V O X. Dot com Vox is far left. <laughs> not that far left. No, it's not. So she thought that Maybe Biden was far left? <laughs> at times further left than, say, MSNBC, but not that far left. Team Vogue is far left, is more further left than Biden. I mean, Team Vogue is fucking far left. I mean, they, they've got they've got Grim Kim and doesn't Ruth Hopkins, Ruth, so. Ruth J. Hopkins also occasionally write for Teen Vogue? I think so. I, uh, Ruth uh, J. Hopkins. Uh, because I have also like seen another uh, essay uh, that's like uh, someone wrote for like a Team Vogue is like, oh wow, that's quite awesome. That's where, uh, yeah, Ruth Hopkins like uh, do does write for uh, Team Vogue. Yes, uh, I think that's that's Ruth. I mean, they, they both like Ruth J. Hopkins, Grim Kim, and a bunch of other. I mean, they write for a bunch of different places. So it's a good idea to follow them on Twitter to see what they're writing. Is I I love when I uh, Ruth Hopkins on Teen Vogue. I love the first article that like this shows me a hey, justice. What to know about the Land Back movement, as it were. So 
that's like in October 12th, so like last week. So yeah, definitely. Uh, it's so okay. I kind of like I thought we were talking on Twitter. Kim now. Kelly's got all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff about labor movements, and yes, that's all on the fucking Teen Vogue. When you think of the name Teen Vogue, do you think leftist politics? Probably not, but apparently that's 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 what you go to Teen Vogue for. It's, <laughs> it's, Teen Vogue woke as fuck. It, yep. it, it, but, uh, uh, but that is I think that's awesome that Teen Vogue is like covering this sort of stuff because yes, teenagers should know about these sort of things, especially if they're going to be the next generation. They don't have to like wait until they're 18 to finally be political. No, they can definitely be, even like, even Matthew Shepard, uh, the uh, gay man who was brutally beaten in like Wyoming. Uh, Wyoming, the Laramie, Laramie, Wyoming. That's uh, the town. Uh, he was like very active political in this local politics at the time before he went to the uh, University of Wyoming, as it were. Uh, fun fact uh, for my drama three project, we actually did the Laramie project, as it were. So that was uh, quite a quite opening, I think. Yeah, yeah. My I love my drama teacher. She's a circuit mother, sort of thing. But uh, but yeah, it's like uh, so. That's why I think it's just like. For important to- to- topics, as it were, at least open the door for like teenagers just to come in and join the conversations, as it were. There's because there are some bad takes that I've seen. Like, uh, uh, I don't know who the person said it, they it was blocked up the name. Someone said on Twitter, Twitter should be just 16 plus, and it's just like, do you want teenagers to not have any form of communication with anywhere else outside the world, as it were, just because there you don't like to? The, the converse with like teenagers uh it's granted i know man so yeah teenagers scare <laughs> shit out of me some of them do but there's a lot of adults that also scared to live in shit out of me too so it's just like i don't know um i i know some friends that actually do like uh, uh some people for like their own sandy or something like that uh just rather not like converse with like teenagers on like twitter or other places something like that I, I don't agree, but as for like, my mental health, I I guess, but still. Um, yeah, which is why, again, like I said, Team Vogue uh, having these radical articles being written is awesome. Uh, uh, but yeah, okay, so how do we get from there? We Oh yeah, the Texas school uh, wants a opposing book, uh, offer opposing point of view on the Holocaust. I mentioned, oh, okay, okay, there we go. Ah, trying to... Oh. Think. Go ahead. I'm just, I don't have the exact age when Ash Whitaker uh, started his case against the uh, Kenosha School District. Mm, but it's oh, like yeah, this whole yeah. whole thing of, of like, oh, but we, we can't have the, these teenagers in these conversations. And I'm going, okay, I just threw an example in chat. Mm. Uh, young trans gentleman by the name of Ash Whitaker part of a major suit against a school district they were banning him from using the bathroom they wanted him to wear fucking green wristbands everywhere in the school yeah, so, so the teachers Nazi, would know yeah. he was trans yes exactly yes exactly that sounds like nazi shit to like the the, the transgender like students have to wear a green armband on the wrist to identify i'm the trans kid as it were hmm uh, this also yeah oh yeah if you if you go to the I'll, I'll just put the the image in chat he actually shared one of these because they actually gave him the actual fucking thing 
this was like, like back when uh jonathan you remember when we were doing a, a fundraiser for the trans law center uh, la- oh, almost last year yeah this yeah around this i just don't have the energy to help organize anything this year mm-hmm. um that was one of the cases we we were highlighting that mm-hmm. there i just put the picture in chat it's off of one of the other like if you go to the first link that goes to another link with even more data about the um the case yeah they, they gave him a green armband and like, oh, yeah, you should wear this so the teachers know that you're trans. And mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and ultimately, he, he won that case. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that uh, there's a monetary settlement in there, too, like $800,000 or something. Mm-hmm. The first one to have to sue over that, I think there was a guy named Gavin. Yeah, it keeps coming up. Is Gavin yeah. Grimm. Gavin Grimm, okay. Uh, and my dyslexic brain is trying to remember how to spell Grimm. Okay, there we go, there we go. Like Grimm's brothers, I remember now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Gavin Grimm, as a word. Oh, yeah, I've I, I seen his face, as a word. Uh, yeah, it's just like... Uh, and the whole and the whole things about like uh, high schoolers, uh, uh, high schools is saying no, no. The student athletes have to like uh, uh, compete in the uh, uh, in the, uh, the sports of their assigned gender at birth and like that. I think some of those did get reversed. As it were uh, this happens every time, and yet must protect women's sports. As it were, and yet that kind of like rhetoric of like these trans women having like a physical advantage over cis women in sports that gets targeted at cis women too for female athletes getting suspended for having too much testosterone. Cis women getting suspended yep, for that. happened in the Olympics. Yeah. And uh, you notice it's black women. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do so many different like problematic things about like black women being fiery or all that sort of stuff or oh, or exotic too is where it's just like mm. Yeah, the the terms that they they use to de- the, there's like whole things about the the terms they used to describe black people in the Olympics versus the terms they used to describe white people in the Olympics, and then you see the comparison. It's like, yeah, oh yeah, Olympi, fuck the Olympics. That's where it gets like, yeah, fuck the Olympics. Is, hey, I, thought any- the Olymp- I thought I thought the Olympics used to be good for me. I don't know. But even like when there was like powerful movements of like black athletes like doing the like a uh, race of fists of like the, the uh, power as it were and so like that, those uh, black athletes got criticized for doing that. And I think by the Olympic didn't they committee. get penalized by the Olympic Council? I think they did. Yeah. So it's like, like 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 marginalized people have always made the best of it and used it, mm-hmm. but the the institution itself mm-hmm. is against them. Yeah. Is also the last, also the latest one in Tokyo, which is like, we're like, why the fuck are you happening? We're still having a pandemic. And then also the, the gir- women's teams were one of them trying to wear just like comfortable, uh, easy to move in, not sexy, like gym shorts. That's what oh, this were. is about the, the, the volleyball teams. Yes. Yep. But the, but the, but the teams have to wear bikinis. The women's teams have to wear bikinis. No such dress code for the men. 
Uh, even though it's, I mean, I'll be against it of like uh, the force of the men wear speedos too. Not because there's I don't have a problem seeing that. Don't have a problem seeing men in speedos, honestly. It's just like uh, come on, let them wear what they want. They're athletes too. They shouldn't further yeah. injure themselves just because of like uncomfortable things. And besides, I thought they were so concerned about like a uh, like a uh, uh, world world drop malfunctions too at these events. Mm. But yeah, and, and also like anytime, just like also with the FIFA World Tour, so like that whenever they come into a city, as it were, it's just a great excuse for that city to genderify hell that whole downtown era or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that, that's what the the No Olympics uh, LA is trying to do as were because it happens that's all what the they time. Did in Brazil and yeah, that's mm-hmm. yep. hello hey, Phoenix. Phoenix. Hey Phoenix. Uh, yeah, that's what uh, it happens all the time. The FIFA does the same thing to when they bring over the World Cup, and even if like a host country has specific laws against like alcohol or something like that, which uh, it, it, people of those countries can uh, like have, uh, fight the fight to like have alcohol in those countries, but FIFA gets to come in and force that country to sell beer at their FIFA. It's just Bud Light and Budweiser, arguably not good beer. Yep. All because of capitalism. Is and I think the last I heard is that like the latest one is going to be Qatar and just like the conditions of trying to build the stadium there is just like is they massive. actually use like actual slave labor. Yeah, and, and as like Tom McDonald had like, said on like a, a one of these uh, streams a way long time ago is like sometimes big, big construction jobs is where not only measure uh, the cost of the construction in like materials and money. But also in lives, that's where uh, how many mm-hmm. deaths it would need to be to order to build the bridge. Just the sad fact that as it was, and as commonly is, and again, capitalism, we're all just cogs in the machine. If we get worn out or broke, we're thrown away, replaced with a new one. All yep. in all, you're just another cog <laughs> in the machine. Oh, yeah, that too. It's, well, and that one was also tied into like the whole educational system, trying to like build malleable like little students that will good be good factory workers as well later on. Did you guys hear me? Yes, we did hear you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, just another brick in the wall. I know all these old songs. As, uh, okay, now I, I'm familiar with most of the the songs from Pink Floyd's album, but I have not sit and listened to that album from beginning to end. I know it's a concept album, and I know of the Walls uh, concert and the movie The Wall too. I still need to see it, but I was like, "Oh, Doug Walker did the his his own nostalgia critic thing uh, reviewing The Wall, and universally everyone hates him for that." Mm-hmm. And I, I, I because, because he didn't really critique it so much as uh, did he critique it? I think he did it mock. He just it, mocked it. Yeah, that's what the nostalgia critic it is. Okay, maybe there's a, like someone's of like a critique in there of uh, maybe Doug Walker's actual opinion about this film and that film and uh, that movie and something like that. But just like with the Simmons nom, he just sits there and finds jokes with it for to win it for him and his brother uh, Rob Walker. So I, I, I went out that whole discourse that happened. I just like okay, uh, okay, uh, people hate the uh, Doug Walker for like the wall. I had my problems with him well before that, but it wasn't until uh, this. Uh, it was a video from like six months ago, but still excellent video. Check it out if you haven't from Folding Ideas. The nostalgia critic and the that's wall. how I knew about it. Folding Ideas. Yeah. Yes. And that uh, Dan also Folding Ideas, a great uh, video content creator, video essayist. Um, is, it really does uh, examine uh, quite well. I love his also in search of flat 
flat earth where he like spoilers he points out that like flat earthers just became QAnon, which is why the flat earth movement kind of like uh slowed down or died and was not as big because they went to QAnon. oh god i mean the flat, the flat earthers always had connections to basically not to nazi shit oh mm. yes because it doesn't take that long for any of these conspiracy theories to eventually oh, no, get- uh, that it always long? comes back to the it Jews. started there Ah, I see. okay. Like, like I went at one point and I went down the rabbit hole of where the fuck did this flat earth shit come from? And what I ran into was Nazis basically with their propaganda trying to find scientists to counter what they were referring to as quote Jewish science. Oh, spooky mm. with their own science as they called it and there's a bunch of wild shit in there including flat earth theories hollow earth theories i forget what all the protocols um, of the elders of zion yeah <laughs> yes. that um but yeah basically like like there was a whole thing in the nazi propaganda machine where they were trying to find these scientists uh heavy air quotes there um to be a counter science to what they were dubbing Jewish science to be part of their propaganda machine. And Flat Earth was one of those things. Yep. I mean, uh, watch my thing. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, Indiana Jones was right. The Nazis were really big into weird pseudosciencey shit. They would have been looking for the Holy Grail and yeah, uh, yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. That, 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 that part was not made up. The, the, that they were obsessed with the occult. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, that came up in like uh, the book uh, "Big Myth, Business and Fascism." They use mysticism in order to like uh, try to like uh, get people, more people to the, the side. The um, real society too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoenix has said, "Dog Walker has come back for sure." He does like make some good points, even in his newer videos. Uh, when reviewed the Barney the Dinosaur movie from nineteen ninety eight, uh, he proposed a decent theory as to why the show was uh, hated so much more than just uh, un- than any other uh, PBS shows. Interesting. I- I'm sure that Doug Walker has some, like a good points. It's just like. Uh, also, it is the website channel awesome? It's just their terrible, terrible, terrible website with like terrible management. Just uh, where. I and I used to be fans of like uh the that kind of glasses and like uh Channel Awesome. I actually mentioned this on my stream yesterday. It's where part of the reason I wanted to be on YouTube as were was first to make videos and yeah, would well, made videos about anime, but it would have been like a similar thing of just like this is a terrible anime, I want to dunk on it, not cross seven or anything like that. Or be generally like, okay, I actually like this anime. Here's the things and why. I mean, I have some movie reviews on my YouTube channel still. That was kind of more in that kind of like thing as were. Or, but then it's just like I grew out of like Channel Awesome, and then I found out how terrible they were after the fact. So, I never yeah. watched anything by Channel Awesome ever. I'm proud to say. Uh, something, but some of the video essays that worked on them, like they, are, they still do some good videos. Like some uh, about the Powerpuff Girls, I, I liked. Uh, the, the, I, I have I need to watch more of the original Powerpuff Girls because uh, the creator of that one uh, went on to like uh, consult for like a My Little Pony Friendships Magic too, and I still love that show as it were. Even though yes, yeah, so, like speaking of still... Nazis, a lot of them loved My Little Pony too. 
It's... Oh, I could go off about that. <laughs> Why not? Because... No. I mean, haven't I done this rant on this show before? I don't, I don't think so. No, 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 not on this show, Tavi. I, you have, we have done this rant before in like either one of your Twitch streams or just in your Discord server. As I, think, I think mostly just okay. Like the question of why the fuck are, did so many bronies end up white supremacists? Well, yeah, because like if, as we have said before, if you you were a fan of My Little Pony Freshness Magic when it started in 2010, and you're still mm. a fan. Now, now you're especially if you're one of the bronies as it were you're either one of two things you're already now trans hello <laughs> or a nazi and for a while i did not understand why until you or if you're blue white both or incel as but it's having yeah. you point that out at how they were not critical of white liberalism yeah the like when you read between the lines with, with a like a more leftist lens and and leftist lens, intersectional lens, anti-racist lens, mm-hmm. actually understanding the importance of things like land back, etc. Mm-hmm. You start to see that the message in my little pony, while well, it's like, oh hey, they're ponies and they're friends, and uh it doesn't, it actively does not challenge whiteness, particularly you have the most egregious things would be like the, the first most egregious example would be an episode called called the last roundup i think so no That's... that was a later thing that was a second season thing i forget what okay so it's an episode where they're like, like, like they start out on train and they've got this this apple tree and they're bringing it to the settler ponies that's what they're called oh yes they and are actually called the settler ponies ponyanism what? Pony- yes, settler cut ponyism. Settler colonialism ponies. Yes, <laughs> the settler ponies are settling out in some place that looks an awful lot like like the old west, with all you know that architecture style, and there's you know tumbleweeds and the cacti, and there you know the great big red rock canyons and the whole nine yards and the outfits. The, the you know the little colonial outfits with the bonnets and the the the, the stetson hats and the whole yes. thing and a bunch of these people or at least like the the sheriff in town uh brayburn is is cousins with one of the main characters applejack and on, and on so basically what's going on is they're trying to build like like plant all these apple orchards but the buffalo whose land it was to fucking begin with keep wanting to run through the area where they're trying to plant the apple trees and there goes the apple trees hey and again so did the, they make the buffalo red <laughs> they were brown but they also had like one deer as well and so it's like deers and buffaloes were the no, no she was it was she, she was a, a baby buffalo ba- oh she was a baby buffalo okay yeah. okay strong heart was a baby buffalo um so there you go <laughs> Yeah, so My Little Pony, whiteness is magic. Yeah, pretty much. So the way that episode went was yes, the buffalo were done up as characters of like Midwest or not not Midwest, more like Southwest um mm-hmm. indigenous tribes, not like maybe Navajo, maybe Hopi. Oh, yeah. Like somewhere around there. You know how like they do the whole thing where they don't make it a specific thing and they just kind of blend in the idea that they bring oh, in all well, the stereotypes. All Native Americans are the same kind of crap. Yes. 
um that that they were that kind of caricature they did the whole well the buffalo spoken like halting stopping english thing um yeah they they did that whole thing and the the moral of the episode was summed up with Pinkie Pie singing what is more or less universally agreed to be the most hated song in the series. You got to share, you got to care. So she goes and she tells the Buffalo and the settlers that they have to share the land, which was the Buffalo's land. Joey, this is Heretics. If you want to jump in, you can, like, you have the link. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you have opinions on this, if you have seen uh, this episode as it were, so, yeah, that's like, yeah, it wasn't until you pointed out to me, Tavi, like, a month ago. So, like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And then there's also, like, uh, and Venus knows this, and she still, uh, they love this character too. The one, uh, the zebra character uh, i forgot her name as it were Zakora. Um, Zakora. Uh, they, they, they kind of play up the the whole mystical stereotype thing yes uh, how she, um, how she talks and live out in the woods and it, it, the fact that like it's she's like, they, zebra. They try to, it's like they kind of try to make it a anti-racist thing but it's a very white liberal kind of yes because it's this whole thing of well she's trying to come to the the to ponyville to buy things and everybody goes and shuts their doors because she's scary and then little little apple bloom who's the kid doesn't think she's scary and then makes friends with zakora but there's still a lot in there that's not so great Mm -hmm. um Uh as uh, so joy has not seen the episode but it's fucking fury and yep that's in 2010 yeah. and phoenix's point is exactly right it's this is pocahontas, pocahontas all over again yep. too it pretty much is and then there's like other things that come in with like uh many later seasons on they introduce the yaks from yak yakistan yep mm-hmm. the name is not great nope Nope, I remember the X. Hey, means of destruction. We're 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 explaining how like there is like amongst uh uh amongst the My Little Pony fans how there was like split of like some of the bronies become trans, uh, but the other set of the bronies become Nazis. We're explaining mm-hmm. how that happened. Um, so like the the Yaks, I. Th- think the like they think the architecture style they give the yaks is uh you know like the mongolian Vikings. like oh uh, no. yeah yeah i think it's like the mongolian they actually give them the, Mo- the mongolian style architecture yeah i think so yeah which yeah and then they basically they they turn the yaks entire culture into yak smash mm-hmm. and again they do the thing of they give them a form of speech that makes that actively makes them sound less intelligent I have memes of destruction. Um, so it's like they did that. I mean, they did that first with, with the, they, they, they do the halting English thing with the Buffalo. They did it again with a different kind of accent with the, um, the X, the X. They did it. So like in, in that kind of thing, it's, it's like, it, it, it portrays oh. this idea of the, these people are less intelligent than ponies. Zakora, they did a different thing and they made it where everything she sa- says rhymes. Yes. Which sounds really cool, but you could also say there's, there's a bit of like, yeah, put putting into the whole mystical Africa stereotype stuff. 
Um, the Mexico Negro, as it were. Yeah. Who? Wait, why are we moving? There's that Phoenix they, wants they, us to move. This, this, friends, not food. She's there vegan. They're vegan. Okay. Um, yak and buffaloes, wild moves, wild moo moves, yak and buffaloes, wild moves. Yeah, it's like the yak and the the buffalo. I forget which other people they did, but then like they do the the um, uh, the sea ponies who it turns out are also the hippogriffs. It's 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 weird. They they turn back and forth between hippogriffs and sea ponies, but they're they're shown as being you know the magical and and intelligent the way ponies are because they're also ponies they're just sea ponies and they're shown as being very intelligent so it's like like there is this thing of oh and then like the the uh the dragons are shown as being you know brutish and cruel and a bunch of bullies and that's all the and they only care about wealth and that's all the dragons are so it's like and and they're shown as being not very intelligent it's like everybody who isn't a pony is shown as being less intelligent and the ponies are like the smart people who have to solve everyone else's problems. Mm-hmm. So like, like you get how this is kind of, yeah. Instead of making all ponies. Yeah. I got so... I to I run guys, but I'll see you next week. Sure thing. Yes, Care, I say, uh, you're Take awesome. Care, hey, ta- bye Tabby. Love you guys. Love mm-hmm. you. It- yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, Lynn. Like pony, pony supremacy. Like, like the po- ponies are are the. Oh, and they do. Oh, the diamond dogs. They do it to the diamond dogs too, because oh, they yeah. give the diamond dogs like like a third person side. Which I speak in third person too, so whatever. Um, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like they give them a whole speech pattern that makes them seem less intelligent, and they do the whole thing where the ponies get to take advantage of them all the time by just like rarity whines, and it hurts their ears, and then she gets them to do whatever. She oh yeah, I remember this. And give now. her all of the gems from their mine. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, there is also kind of like this repeated thing, at least with the diamond dogs and the buffalo of. The ponies come in and the ponies solving the problem results in the ponies getting to exploit the natural resource that originally belonged to this other people that are not ponies. White savior narrative there as well as yeah, like... some white savior narrative, some, oh, the colonized. So when you, you look through things like that, yeah, it, it does in reinforce a very white centering narrative without having any of the characters be obviously white so they're like oh but it's not about race because look there's no white no white people and no black because there's all because they're all colorful pastel ponies but the messages are still in there Mm -hmm. um and then the other factor when you other factor in is that a lot of the people who who became bronies that took the name brony and all that a lot of that started off as like a split off group on 4chan. Yeah. Then started spawning into its own other things. Pony like Chan, yeah. the, a lot of those people had like 4chan roots. A lot of them still participated in slash poll. Of course, 4chan Some of the again. people that I banned from communities were bronies who were big, uh, big members of slash poll on 4chan. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, I think that I think that about about sums it up. Like, like where where do where do all these Nazi bronies come from? It's not as though My Little Pony actually 
challenges them. Yeah. Because like, oh, you should all be friends and I'll get along, but I'll be friends and I'll get along with other ponies. That's Mm. the message. And it's always shown as being harder to get along with people who aren't ponies and like some kind of compromise has to be made. And that compromise is always to the benefit of the ponies. While if you look between the lines with like the Buffalo losing some of their land to the settler ponies, I'm not kidding. (laughs) They are called settler ponies in the show. Um, that yeah these themes of like 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 jonathan said the white savior theme the um white savior theme themes of exploitation themes of of uh one group of people being seen as inherently more intelligent than another group i mean and you go go look at all the quote scientific racism crap Mm -hmm. that's what it is and this stuff Mm -hmm. is like like there isn't there's a di- there's a difference here between overt racism like the people who actually push uh scientific racism mm. and covert coded racism which is what you see in very white dominated places where the people who are pushing the coded racism don't even realize that's what they're doing because they're raised to it and part of how they're raised to it is cartoons in addition to it's like the cartoons, it's like your white dominated churches, mm-hmm. um, your white dominated spaces and places like you know, your clubs, like your boy scouts and your girl scouts, and got it like like these things get taught in numerous ways, and they're so pervasive, and particularly I, I know I'm only really speaking towards to society in the United States, so I don't really have an idea as much how it works in other places, but like I know Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts were imported from Great Britain. Um, that yeah, it um, oh, not there is no debating, there, there is no debating race realists. That there's mm-hmm. nothing to debate, they're, they're fucking racist pieces of shit. No, mm-hmm. no, but Phoenix West, like, said, no, no, you got to, you got to debate these like race realists in order to, no. like, a, no, this was from a young white cis, like leftists that said that (laughs) okay okay this is a message for all young white leftists we don't fucking debate racists we learn to look and re-examine ourselves and see how fucking racist we still are and do something about that you don't Mm -hmm. fucking debate racists because there's nothing to debate because they're just fucking assholes who want to exploit other people there's nothing to debate there because it's intrinsically wrong There, there is no debate with something that just mm-hmm. yeah th- there are things in this universe that are just intrinsically wrong racism is one of them <laughs> work on yourselves damn it mm-hmm. yeah i'm allowed to be a little bit angry about this yes you are allowed to be a little bit angry about that mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah it's just like and yeah like you said before a uh, previous time white people if you feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable about all these discussions that's on you, and you gotta work with yourself, and like not just reject that uncomfortable feelings, or fight against that, or be defensive against that. Oh, I know that guy you're talking about, Phoenix, and fuck that guy. Yes, 
fuck that guy. Uh, yes. Uh, he, he really is a little racist piece of shit. Transphobic, yeah. too. Yes, very transphobic. I'm shocked. Shocked to learn that. Yes, and yet, uh, yet his trans friends, the trans fans, still defends him, and yet some, and yet he wants to have like a harem with some of his fans too. Oh God, I saw that. That was fucking creepy. Yeah, oh yeah, it's creepy as fuck. Yeah, uh, it, 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 and it's just like people. Okay, it's just like content creators. Be careful when ever flirting or engaging with your audience, as it were. At least, like engaging with them, yes. To talk with them, uh, 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 be friendly with them. Maybe you can be friends with like uh, some of them, though. But be really careful when you flirt with them or, or date them, as it were, uh, because you are their favorite content creator too. So there's kind of like a power dynamic there. So tread really carefully in that uh, uh, thing. <sighs> Just in general, oh. actually. On that note, you know what I think of transphobes? What? These are a bunch of titty skittles, effectively. <laughs> <laughs> Take your meds, babes. <clears throat> That's what I think of transphobes. <laughs> hey, you know, trans, I'm still here. Get used to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other thing that like I, I have like a, a thing about like uh, mentioning as it were, uh, how many of you are familiar with like um, the Pandora Papers? I am not. Is that it, one of the things that exposed that rich people don't pay taxes? Yes, it is. Oh, maybe I, I think I might have heard of this, and then I forgot the name. And it's kind of like, so I think it was like uh, someone like hacked into it and leaked this out or it got leaked out by like a hacktivist as it were. But it doesn't really like change our thoughts on that. We just now have proof that like some very rich people just like get away with like a lot of shit as were or including politicians. But yet some of these things is not really just like in uh, not against the law. Some of it's against the law, but it's like kind of like tax havens and all this sort of stuff, all the things we already knew. But some of it was also just like uh, politicians just like uh, moving things around or only a bunch of like estates as it were or what, what it did point out though is like uh, who's kind of like on the list and some of the big names to like uh, jump out as it were or and it was also a lot of they the, the, the Pandora the papers were specifically like 2.95 or uh, terabytes of like uh, things from what their locations like uh, Panama, Brazil, Singapore and other flung things like Bahamas but the same thing as we always do, uh, rich people and politicians and kings get to like own so much of like property, not to have to pay taxes on it. And not that and some of it is against the law, some of it's already above the law. So it's just like, yeah. And the Pandora Papers, Dan Brown's latest conspiracy theory novel. I haven't read any of the Dan, Dan Brown's like stuff. I haven't so, seen the movies. So what we're doing is we're taking evidence of of the horrors of capitalism and we're using that to do a capitalism Mm -hmm. pretty much am i being am i being unfair to dan brown no i i don't know what his politics are so maybe he is the capitalist too so it's just like yeah he's a i mean mediocre writer not phenomenal so i feel like this, this, this he's not a guy who's hurting for money no, no, definitely no. Not. After like 
like several movie deals and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, which would just like uh, Ron Howard and Tom Hanks. So it's just like that's kind of like their pet project, honestly. Now I haven't seen any of them. Uh, so yeah, a lot of the presidents, a lot of the royalties from various places. The Prime Minister of Czech, uh, Czech Republic, uh, Tony and uh, Tony Blair and 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 uh, Chia Blair like own like three hundred twelve thousand pounds in property taxes. Or uh, yeah, so it's just like uh, yep, something that we already knew. Rich people get a, get away with like uh, not paying taxes as we're still currently doing it. And- Wasn't there like a thing where the IRS at one point admitted that they're more likely to go after and audit poor people because they're more likely to win the case? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, they they know that the IRS does know that like yes, the rich people are avoiding paying taxes, but whenever they try to like go uh, audit these rich people, as it were, they just the rich like, people can hire lawyers. Exactly, and it's just like a cause like a, uh, a lot of stress for them trying to like prove it. It's all it's back and forth. It's, it's like forth. It, it gets to a point of it costs them so much money to press the case mm-hmm. against the rich people, and they have their own, you know, bean counting to do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and there's still the problem from the IRS uh, that's like uh, if, if, whenever the Democrat, when the Republicans control the House, they re- they reduce the budget of the IRS uh, more and more and more each year. Because when Obama came into office in 2008, and the Democrats got control of like the House and the Senate, yes, there were actually like a lot of like uh, audits that like have done randomly to bunch of various different like uh conservative like uh, groups as it were just like they more pressure on them as it were uh according to them unnecessary pressure as it were but it always happens when the democrats get control of the uh house and the senate as it were they just put pressure on conservative charities so the republicans took that personally and defunded the irs each and every year as it were and Yes, we can have our opinions about like the IRS and taxes right now, but right now, how the government is funded is by taxes, and so, right. and, and for those many of us, as, and even though we are anarchists and communists or mutual syndicalists, as it were, we still see the utilities of paying taxes so it can fund social programs. We rather that to fund the social programs and not the military, but that's not the discussion. And so we are fine with paying taxes, and there are times where people who don't want to avoid paying taxes, want to pay taxes, still have no idea of how to pay the taxes because it gets confusing each and every time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there something like a report on like the number of, like, like an actual ratio between how much is invested in the IRS and how much they can go and collect from these rich people that are avoiding taxes? It probably so, is. Almost certainly. Um, it's it's been known for a very long time that if we increased uh, revenue or uh, funding for the IRS that uh, they'd be able to collect so much more in terms of uh, mm-hmm. uh, people not paying taxes. 
Okay, so when I duck, duck, go, the IRS notes it's easier to audit poor people than rich people. I got a bunch of articles from like uh, Pro Republica, Common Dreams, even Fox Business, honestly, and the real news. So I just put it in the Pro Republican one. So that's what you could read up on. But another thing about like the tax situation here in the United States as well, uh, something that like uh, Pro Republica did a story piece on that Adam Conover of Adam Rude Everything's used as a source for covering on Adam Rude everything of how oh no the irs they can just tell you exactly how to fill out the forms and what you need to pay and do all the sort of things they have and all they, the information they could just do it all themselves and it would be a lot more efficient that way it but i mean heck there's a program that i take part in oh i forget what it's called it's like an irs program damn it i forgot the name it's a really useful program too you just basically go and you call a number and they've got all these different places set up in different towns. Usually it's like in a room in a town hall somewhere or something. And you sit down with effectively like sometimes it's sometimes it's like, like, like um, CPAs who need to put in so much time doing different work to mm-hmm. show they have experience. Mm. And then, but there's always at least like one like effectively retired IRS person there checking over all the work. And mm-hmm. they will go through and they will find every single, like, it's a program you have to be, make under a certain amount. Yeah. It's really, gen- I think it's like under 50000 a year or something. Okay. So it's really generous for at least, you know, regular working people. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, you go in and they, they will basically do the same thing like H&R Block or other places do. And they will make sure that they find all the ways that they can write things in so that you pay fewer taxes. And then because it's done and it's checked over by somebody from the IRS who's worked for the IRS before right there, it's like like signed off on by a trusted person. You're like pretty unlikely to get audited and they ha- they do all the paper trail shit and it's fucking free. Mm-hmm. And that's what uh, Kitten and I tend to but We didn't do it this last year because of COVID and it was much harder to get in on. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forget the name of the program. Is, I will and, look it up. And, yeah, this, because like uh, there are some like uh, free to file like uh, programs as were, but the, the the point is like oh yeah yeah the, the the IRS can easily do that if they want to, but the law set up though that like Vi- you, Vita Vita okay Volunteer Income Tax Assistance and the um, IRS and the IRS do have like a, their own page for like their own Vita grant program as were so yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got the, the page here. This is this is the actual IRS.gov um, for anybody people who generally make fifty seven thousand or less, persons with disabilities, uh, limited English speaking taxpayers. Oh yeah, they usually they have somebody there, um, some people there who speak different languages. Mm-hmm. Or you, I mean, you can call and ask for that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because they, they they want to be like accessible they should be honestly accessible to like all kinds of like people as it were and we still don't have like a English as a official language anyway so let's just embrace the diversity in our country mm-hmm. in this world and land back yeah um and yeah so that is pretty good so yeah, yeah it's it's a free hacking program kitten and i have participated in it a few times and it's it's just really helpful especially because because like the the people who are there they're there to help Mm. because they're volunteers Mm. um that's why it's called volunteer income tax assistance or Mm -hmm. yeah vita so 
I mean, a lot of it, I think, is part of what, like it was uh, says on there is primarily was uh, created with elderly people in mind, but mm-hmm. like with me with the disabilities, um, and then just the fact that Kitten and I don't make a lot, and well, if we were to go pay HR block or somebody to do a good job with it, that can be a pain. And mm-hmm. we've had a lot of times where we've just gone through, like we've lived in multiple states over a mm-hmm. year. Yeah, and that makes the taxes ridiculous. And the, yeah. and the the volunteer people have sat through and walked us through that whole thing, and and they had to like 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 ask like three different people in the room to go bring stuff up because weird stuff comes up when you live in multiple places with different rules. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it doesn't make that thing easy when like each state's like have their own rules because like some states have state tax. Uh, my state, Washington State, doesn't have state tax; it has sales tax, and like problems with that too but that means i don't have to like do any other digital paperwork when i'm filing my taxes because oh washington state doesn't have state tax there you go and then pennsylvania was fun because pennsylvania has like individual towns collecting some special individual tax for schools and fire departments and it's like i lived in one town in pennsylvania for a while while i had job sites like my office was in another town and then I had different, I had like two different security jobs at the time. I was working for a truck distribution company and I was working for a large uh, security chain at the time. Mm-hmm. It's two completely different jobs. I was working two jobs at the time. And yeah, that was a wild mess. Um, and in the middle of that year, it's like, like I start, it's like I started that year in new jersey and then we were trying to make a move to pennsylvania and i was working two jobs in pennsylvania and shit went through and then i was working another job in connecticut and the job in connecticut i was working i was a quote rover and that's one of the security guys where they just send you all over the place taxes were fun that year (laughs) Hmm. and yeah and so uh, if 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 the IRS will be able to do all this for you, tell you this is how you oh, or this is the best way to like fill it out so that like, you can pay the less taxes as were because the IRS, it, what we say about the IRS, but the people who work at the IRS are people, and they would also like hate it if you paid more taxes than you. Mm-hmm. Well, also they're legally required to if they find that that you paid more taxes than you should, then they find that they have to pay it back too. Jonathan, did you freeze? I think he did. Damn it. <laughs> now I have to decide, is that a memeable po- It's really not. Mm-hmm. I know people like do that when people are frozen. They like turn it into some kind of meme. I don't understand that. There's a lot of things I don't understand. How are you doing, John Brockman? <laughs> I'm doing all right. <laughs> Jonathan is out cold. Hmm. Uh, we don't have enough people to make fishy fashy fun this week I'm sorry yep it happens Uh, maybe he'll come back maybe he will come back what is going on in the the world of John Brockman not much I considered going to see a movie I didn't (laughs) Um, the newest Marvel whichever one that is I think it's Chang-Chi what what is it is it Black Widow or is it the that's the Asian guy Ten, Ten rings. rings. Is it? I forget what the movie's called. Oh well. Jonathan's internet died. Movie. Um. Brain. 
what is it? It's 320. Well, that's not a fun uh, time. What, 320? Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That was it. Marvel the movie. Yeah, pretty much, David. <laughs> uh, random shit to talk about. Um, I was helping a friend with a paper. Why did the auto mod hold that? I don't know. No idea. At this point, convinced cancel culture is less of an accident issue, a more buzzword. Oh, it absolutely is. And um, and just it's just a buzzword for the right. Yeah, pretty much. I don't think it started there. Hey, it's Jonathan. Looks Ooh. like you had to switch over to your phone. Yes, I lost it in net. Oh. Yes. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So I'm on my phone now. I reset the router, and I got I I, I and I don't know if there's better internet that I can get. Uh, and because like, and if I had to get internet for just for myself for doing the streaming, doing the SJA, uh, I have to like, pay for that as well. So it's like I'm just gonna get used to the fact that like sometimes I'll lose internet, and sometimes it'll happen when I'm streaming, as it were. I kind of thought like, well, I was downloading the game, maybe that's not that, but that just lose internet. So. Where was I? Uh, yeah, I'm going to mute you for that, David. No. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, again, it's, it's all right. I think I can be able to like, uh, be in the call and see that. Uh, cute. I, I haven't seen that avatar in a while. That's cute. Mm. I'm allowed to say that, right? Yes. Mm. I was asking Jonathan. But okay. Uh, okay, I'm just like seeing what like uh, David said. When I was a kid, I was upset about all these Marvel slash DC movies. Now I just want them to stop. The DC movies definitely need to stop because they're not good. <laughs> yeah, there's a few exceptions of like Shazam, which is great. And the first Wonder Woman, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And oh, Birds of Play, I've not seen yet, actually. I heard good things about it, but I can't comment on that one. Um, yeah, so yeah. I think my point about like the taxes thing is that like IRS, no, no, not the IRS, uh, Triple Tax and uh, HNR Block uh, can't just like do other things as where they have to like continue uh, providing tax services. So if they so prevented like things from like the IRS uh, helping, kind of like how like the meat companies uh, would like ban Beyond Beef from like the services were because if everyone switched over to like vegan meat, Beyond Meat or Impossible Meat as it were, then like no one would then that would the meat companies will like no longer exist and capitalism. Same thing with like oil being against any kind of other energy source. Mm-hmm. Oh, or, or how, like as we said before on previous times, how the oil companies made it so that people had to like uh, drive cars. They prevented like public transportations mm-hmm. or gutted public transportations. Uh, like LA to- used to have one of the most comprehensive public transportation networks in the country. And then somebody bought it up and destroyed it. Yep, car companies, as it were. Uh, it, honestly, they will do that sort of thing. It's where it, sometimes it would just like, or like how Walmart would just like, or Amazon, and which is like, just because they have more capital, they're able to like, just come in and be able to like uh, sell shoes better than pay less shoes, like Amazon does. Mm-hmm. Or, but they also have, they, they have 
He froze again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Walmart is vile. They build oh, boy, Walmarts in towns that are too small to uh, be able to sustain the Walmart and then just destroys all the local business. And then they get rid of the Walmart because it's the town is too small. <laughs> yep. Uh, now you're back. I first uh, okay my my phone is trying to connect to Wi-Fi so that's why <laughs> uh, there's no Wi-Fi <laughs> exactly I don't know why it's just like uh, wait I can't turn that off okay phone for right now don't try to connect to the Wi-Fi that'd be a good idea <sighs> so what oh he froze again <laughs> oh dear probably because he's I'm trying only to half awake to to the but I'm always only half awake. There I go. There I'm back again. Okay. <laughs> so what are you saying about Walmart? <laughs> uh, it, 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 because it, it, it was just like coming to any town because they have the bigger capital, as it were. They can just like it off it undercut all the prices of like local mom and pop stores, as it were. And like that's that's why like in the uprising, them and Target were kind of became target of like looting, as it were. <laughs> A lot of the reason why Target became target of looting was one, they were partnering with the MPD for all the surveillance crap, and two, like the people for the protests came in to buy shit, and the manager told them no. Mm -hmm. So they said, "Fuck this." Yep. Do I think my internet's okay? I've got to wait to confirm that my internet's back on my PC. Go ahead. Like kitten, kitten works at Target, and I, I've told her like a few times, like, yeah, if anything like that happens at work, just come home, mm-hmm. just walk out and come home. Let 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 the people do what they got to do. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's also kind of like how we said you, Tabby, you said this before, uh, as it were for like not. Probably for people who work there, but also people who just happen to be at Target or Safeway or a grocery store, and you see someone like shoplifting and stealing food or baby. No, you didn't. That never happens. You you you, you <laughs> wouldn't you wouldn't see that happening because it just doesn't happen. So it, you can't possibly have seen that, Jonathan. It, it, I it's, in some places I can't see you that. You must happening. have imagined it. I must have imagined it, but I'm not imagining in some places that like baby formula and diapers are now behind a glass uh, lock. Uh, no, you're door. not imagining that. Uh, think my or the like, like people sharing, uh, especially like, like black people on Twitter sharing things of um, pointing out where they go and they look at like say the different uh, makeup colors. Guess mm-hmm. which shades of makeup have the anti-theft tags on them? The light-skinned did once. John Brockman, I, re- I, I, I need a Pico Pico hammer. You know those hammers? <laughs> <that> goes- <laughs> hmm. uh, I, sh- I should get like one of those over here just for this so, just so I can swing it at the camera. <laughs> one of those blow-up <laughs> Maybe we should tell John Brockman goes around here somewhere, but I don't want to swing that around because I might hurt something, like my arm. Yes, I I have a bow staff and sword over there. <laughs> that, that, that's a bit big for swinging at your phone. 
Yes. <laughs> and also yes. It, it, it was. It's like like show, showing stuff about how like specifically the the shades that complement black skin, mm-hmm. the darker are have the tags on them or the hair care. Yeah. So it's like, like stuff like that, which is like, yeah, we see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think um, uh, my internet's not back, so I'm going to jump back onto uh, the call on my computer. So I'm going to exit out here and then join back in. Okay. <sighs> yeah, like, ask someone to unlock something. Yeah. Like a lot of video game stores have like policies like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it really annoyed a lot of video game enthusiasts that, that want to have, like, a, a definitely new copy when um, GameStop started doing this thing there I am. where you don't get the game in a sealed package. It's like they have the boxes the game goes in and then the actual games in two different drawers that they have yes. to unlock with a key and then they have to put it together and then like people go like i wanted a new game how do i know that's a new game <laughs> i swear to you this is a new game ah oh, gamestop yeah um the gamestop was also the company at the beginning of the pandemic like march 2020 oh, in yeah, april I remember that. they were just like oh yeah we're gonna still, still be open we're still gonna still be open um we're essential we sell keyboards people need keyboards for like uh doing telecommunicating <laughs> as well that's their excuse that they gave but and and, and, and yeah there was like actual like a board meeting or something or manager meeting like conversation that people recorded the audio of and they were all talking about this candidly it's just like but will we have enough like uh like a uh, provide enough hand sanitizer or like uh the disinfectant sprays to like a give to our managers as they're still handling all these games and use games and trading use games and all these sort of things too uh we're gonna have to like they have the employees and managers like uh pay them and sort of things uh, if they kept the receipts then we can soon so it's all candidly talking about about that as like yeah we're going to stay open during a deadly pandemic as it were because we need to keep the quarterly profit margins to like uh way yeah uh, uh, jim sterling did like uh uh jim stephanie sterling did a video on that when that happened because jim stephanie sterling always like covers like the shenanigans in the video game industry of all ends and how they're terrible and exploitative just like capitalism <laughs> Uh, and hey, Anarchic Media, how are you doing? Uh, but, but then also, and then later on, a bunch of people on like Reddit didn't want to see the GameStop the stock go down, so they did a bunch of shenanigans there, and that pissed off a lot of rich people. With the, but there were assholes on all end in that story, and it didn't really mm-hmm. help GameStop anyway. It, no, that that was not about helping GameStop. That was just about taking advantage of the way these systems are set up to drive the price way, way high, so that they could uh, sell. Yeah, exactly. I, so high. Yeah, fucking stock markets. It's like I bet there's some like a terrible racist, like a settler colonialist, imperialist history to the stock market too. It's capitalism, so chances are yes. It's um, it was early capitalism. It's uh, just a way to make money without making things, without doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, David Graeber pointed out now that like even for like the manufacturing companies, General Motors uh, owns cars. The most of their uh, profits are now come from financing. 
the car yeah. loans and financing all those like things as were. So they uh, talk about like uh, yeah, some of the banks will it's always out just finance capital as just were just like making money out of like nothing as it were. Uh this is still a true statistics, like Chase Bank, as it were, all of these other banks, the biggest they like thirty million dollars a year from like uh check balances. Uh, trading debt or or just like uh overdraft fees as it were so just on fees alone from people who don't have money that can't pay those fees that's not money to pay those overdraft fees they're making 30 million dollars a year from that so that should just tell you about like the federal uh, the finance system the capitalism that we live under right now i mean but go ahead oh uh, Okay, but the David Griffin also pointed out uh, how the people, the, the banks, were going to say as it were. Oh, by the way, we don't make the rules, but no, you do because you <laughs> lobby Congress to pass all these laws and all these bills as it were. It, it, yeah. it, it's it's a culture shock for people who lobby get, Congress to deregulate you so that you can then write the rules however you want. Exactly. So, like, you make the rules as complicated as you want to, knowing that, like, many people are not going to understand the rules, and we're just like, okay, fine, you tell me I have to, like, uh, uh, owe this fee, then I'll just, like, pay this fee, and then that's just, like, continues the whole system as it were. You don't want to make things make simple, then because like you would make less money. And as Facebook has proved, if they don't like the idea of making less money at all, so they'll continue to do terrible practices of overdraft fees or like a algorithm that on Instagram that lead teenagers to be obsessed over their bodies to develop eating disorders or other like uh, terrible things that a capitalist intends to do. Cigarettes companies knowing that their products are dangerous. Oil companies knowing that climate change the things since the fifties. And oh, I mean, heck, you want to talk about eating disorders? We can go into um, the capitalist intersection with the BMI crap, which also has intersections with racism, ableism, and uh, the creation of normalcy. And uh, yeah, I could go off. I've been doing some reading into that. Mm-hmm. Well, the, like the whole thing with like the BMI crap. Like I told, like I, I, you, you heard me rant about the, this. Like, like I got this home visit from a nurse some from the insurance company, and I can't regret it now. Mm-hmm. But it's like I didn't get a decent physical from my actual doctor. And mm. they were going to do a bunch of tests. My actual doctor wasn't going to get around to doing, which I kind of need to get done. It's my own doctor's crap. Mm. Um, she gave me all this shit about my weight. And then she of gave course. me a bunch of shit about my blood pressure. My blood pressure was, she did not measure until halfway through the visit after she had asked me a question about um have i've ever had any surgery and i said i've never had any surgeries in my life before and then she said to my face oh well then you're not transgender yet because you haven't had the surgery so i had to with her in my home educate her on that even trans people perpetuate that kind of like the trans medicalist shit Mm -hmm. <sighs> cough, cough, Buck Angel. Cough, cough, Brother White. <laughs> cough, cough, Contrapoint. Wait a minute. Does is she go trans medical? Wait, 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 does Buck Angel push the whole you need the surgery to be trans shit? I know he's a gatekeeper, doesn't think that kids these days are real trans. I don't know. 
It wouldn't surprise me. It's like... <laughs> uh, we were talking hey, about my... Horrible fact. Got it. Part of my introduction to the fact that, you know, what is cool about trans bodies was Buck Angel's adult material. Ah! Makes sense. So I know there is one surgery he has gotten and one surgery he has not. Mm-hmm. So I should hope he's not saying that you have to have genital surgery to be trans because that would be really fucking hypocritical. Yeah. I don't know that he has said that. I shouldn't. Have... I, I, I should hope he isn't. I mean, he said a lot of other shit, but I should really hope he hasn't pulled that one. Um, because like, like I, I do remember finding the thing where he basically bullied a trans boy on Twitter and effectively told the kid to off himself. And I was not happy about that because mm. like people start, said that happened. So I went and I looked it up and I found that, yeah, it happened. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm horrible. I don't necessarily take people at their word when something is like way like, okay, wait, did that really happen? And then I look it up and yeah, it happened. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I didn't know about like a uh, Buck Angel, and then I'll have to like see, which is like screen a bunch of screenshots of the Buck Angels saying the only two genders or like these non-binary people are just like I don't understand yeah. them, or it's like, and I was like, oh, okay, fuck you. Grumpy um, old man wants the trans kids to get off his trans lawn. Yep. Um, like Jordan says, when people say shit like that, I'm okay. Get, got it. A thousand. That's what it was. I was feeling like Jordan. It's, it's like, okay, you're a medical professional, and I have to educate you about this. Pay me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, that is pretty much true in our media. Oh, how do we get on this th- this topic again? Oh, yeah, with the BMI crap. Yes, uh, no, no, no. So, and and the yeah. So she also she also measured my, my blood pressure after she had been attacking me about my weight. My weight is like two hundred pounds. It started my my weight. Okay, my weight was one hundred and fifty pounds back in twenty fourteen when I. <laughs> Okay, gang, that's all the show we have time for this week. But I invite you to stop by the YouTube channel so you can catch our full chat, and maybe leave a comment if you want to. You can also catch us on Twitter. Julie is Leto Anor, and Jonathan is some random geek, with threes replacing the E's in geeks, and I am Sergoshan, S-U-R-G-O-S-H-A-N. We also have a couple of other side projects. Julie and Jonathan have their own YouTube channels, for example. And I participate in a Dungeons and Dragons podcast called Dungeons and Debacles, hosted by my friend Kevin. Heck of a lot of fun, completely different from this. We'd also appreciate it if you could give us a hand over on Patreon. It helps us pay our few bills around here, and we can give extra money to people who need it. Thanks for stopping by. Hope to see you again. <laughs>